Hey, it's Todd Duncan. Welcome to High Trust Today, the podcast. I'm on a quest to help people win in business and in life. To do that, I know they must trust themselves, their relationships, their business, and they most certainly must trust their future. When you do that, you set in motion a universe of possibilities, and that journey begins right now. Uh, I'm super proud of Denise. Uh, she's been somebody that I have uh, put a personal interest in since we first met uh, years ago. 2013 was her first boot camp. Um, last year, 155 units closed, $38 million in volume. Year to date, 102 units closed, $25 million in volume. Uh, she's the gal that went from $7.8 million to $35 million in 12 calendar months after boot camp. She's got some very cool stuff to share with us on this whole idea of connecting tech and connecting touch and connecting trust together. So welcome back to our stage, Denise Donahue. Denise, come on out. So welcome back. Thank you. This is right up your alley because you're the mortgage nerd. I know. Yeah. You see the shirt? Technology is your friend. So um, I wanted to, to uh, you have done some very, very cool things, kind of as an add-on maybe to what Ryan was talking about, but also uniquely on your own. So mm -hmm. talk to everybody about how you're using kind of technology to create more trust and, uh, and keep, you know, keep growing your business. Do I have a clicker? Do you have a clicker? Yeah. yeah. It's right there. Okay. Let me go ahead and I can right put my slides up there. So technology to me is really, really important. Um, at the same time, I think technology can tend to make us lazy or impersonal. And so you have to be very careful that you don't use technology as a crutch to hide behind your phone or hide behind your email. And so in today's world where there's so much noise with technology and social media and just a million different things that you can do, it's important to know that the equation has to be quality plus technology ultimately is what's going to be able to help you increase your production. And, um, and so right here I've listed, what's your competitive advantage? And I know there's a lot of loan officers in the room, but there's also a lot of uh, vice presidents and recruiters and CEOs. And so I would encourage even from a CEO level and a VP level, when you're talking to a loan officer and you're telling them or sharing them what your competitive advantage is, I feel like in our industry, we are thirsting for technology. We are thirsting for a way that we can do more production in the same amount of time, which ultimately is centered around the technology piece. So However, I think that some people lose the quality factor. You can't be like Ryan and just be awesome at video, but you don't have a good foundation about mortgage loans because you're going to crash and burn. The quality piece has to be yeah, there. And then you just enhance it with technology. Same thing with mortgage companies. You have to have the two together. And so what I wanted to do is just kind of unpack today my top three tech things that I use that have really changed my procedure and my process just in 2016. And so I'm, I'm a, I'm a tact tactical person. So let's start with number one. Number one is you have to automate your playbook. And I know that there's been a lot of talk about CRMs. And what's really important is to, to not do what I did, which was try every CRM out there and then just hop from one to the other, not knowing why, that, why it didn't work. And what I found is that I had to take a step back and really define my process at every stage. 
which means the prospect stage, the lead stage, the pre-qualifying, when they go under contract. Maybe their credit score stinks and they have to lease for a year. And so what I had to do is say, okay, I know I need a CRM, but before I sign up for the CRM, let me define what my playbook looks like. And then I can sign up for the CRM and take my business model and automate it. Because when you automate your process, it's like when you walk into Starbucks. Every single time there's consistency. And if I'm tired that day or if I'm sick that day, that client is still going to get an email or a phone call or a text message. And it, it, it happens every time like clockwork. Now, I use Whiteboard Mortgage as my, my CRM. The reason why I chose them is because, like I said earlier, technology can make you look like a robot. And to me, I don't want to be a robot. Time is people's most valuable asset. And so if it looks and feels like you got a generic email from a CRM system that says happy birthday, but it wasn't genuine and, it, and you know it was just thrown into a CRM, I hate that feeling. This is really important that you grab a hold of, of, of uh, a central concept. In five stars, we talk about trustology. And trustology is the methodology behind marrying trust and tech together. And what Denise has said beautifully that I want to just crystallize in your mind is that tech poorly executed destroys trust. Trust without tech is not interrupted. So the lead in everything you do has got to be trust. And then when you support it with technology that is organic, personalized, and reflective of the relationship you're in, then the trust and tech piece coming together flourishes. When we talk about high touch, non-customized marketing is not high touch, it's high noise. And so the important thing about automating your playbook is making sure that there is a relationship between the technology piece, the customization piece, the personalization piece, and then if you do that, trust flourishes. And it's so huge because you have had starts and stops with technology. All of you have had starts and stops with technology. I have had starts and stops with technology. The question that has to be answered is simply this. Is this technology easy to execute? And does it raise my deliverables so that my trust flourishes? You slap tech into something where it's not easily executable and you don't have high adoption of it and you try to use it anyway, trust is going to get nailed and the absolute opposite will happen. So this is a huge point for you to have made. Huge. And, and when you actually define this, you'll notice there's a page on the screen. It says play number two. This shows and articulates the, the prospect strategy of my personal playbook. And so what I did is, ironically, after I defined each stage, I put it into the CRM, and then I started having high-trust interviews with real estate agents showing them, here's what I will do with every single client, like clockwork. Here's my process at every stage, when you'll be updated, when the client will be updated, and when an email goes out. And you're sitting in front of a real estate agent, and you actually 
not only have the system, but then you have a way to articulate it when you're in front of them. They're like, man, this, this chick knows what she's doing. You have a plan. And so they know that they can trust sending you a lead because I'm not going to write it on a post-it note and then forget about it two days later, but they see it. And then I show them, I bring up my CRM system on, on my iPad, and they're like, wow. So you can really capture big producers and teams because most of them don't have something like this. And they're like, okay, I know if I give a deal to Denise and maybe they're in credit repair or maybe they're a lease client, I know that that deal will come back to me because we've got a system to make sure that we never lose a lead. I call it my $96,000. I took it from your $6,000 egg. That and nine. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the cost of a lost lead. So I took your $6,000 egg and I'm like, well, let me monetize that. This is $96,000 that I can save you because you're never going to lose a lead. So I, uh, again, my job is to kind of really help vet out these crystal nuggets that are, that are coming here. And I would venture to say, and I won't ask you to raise your hands, but I would venture to say that most people in this room have not sat down with a real estate agent and walked them through your process. And if you did that, I can tell you two things that would happen. One, you would get more as a percentage of the whole buyers that they are encountering to work with. If an agent can see a process that makes them look five stars because you're going to treat a client with something that is systematic and produces a positive outcome, you are going to get more referrals. If you sit down and show an agent your start to finish playbook and then you take it to post-closing and show them what you're going to do with every one of those buyers and their family trees and their ancestry and their friends and their colleagues and their ecosystem. This is a absolute accelerator for you to not have any competition to blow them away. So I think this is huge. Mm -hmm. And just to flip it a little bit, if you're a recruiter in the, in the audience or you're a CEO, as a mortgage banker, I can tell the companies that have also defined how they recruit mortgage bankers or how their onboarding process right. is. So if, even from a high level company level, you wanna make sure you define, here's what we're gonna do with every loan officer that we're recruiting. Here's how we're gonna treat them. Here's how we're gonna drip on them. You have to define it first, then go hire a whiteboard and they can customize it exactly how you want it. But, so just two ways to look at it. Um, number two is, called screencast and I am obsessed with screencast. I know you are. There's a lot of, I'm sure there's a lot of different uh, companies that do similar things, but screencast is a program. It cost me $45 a year. That's it. And actually the first 15 minutes is, is free. But what it is, is it's a way that it captures your screen so that whatever is on your monitor, um, it'll, once you click on the icon, it pops up and it shows you what part of the screen that it's going to start recording. And it, your mouse on the screen, you can circle, kind of like when you watch football and the people on ESPN are circling and drawing. That's what you're doing. And you can have the option to make it just the screen or with a little box like you can see below, a little box of me speaking to them. What's really powerful of screencast and where I started first using it is on those complicated files the ones where um, maybe their debt to income ratio, they didn't understand that they had too much debt and that their income, you know, the front end ratio and the back end ratio, people don't really understand that. 
And so what I started doing is rather than trying to catch them on the phone, I'm in DFW. People in DFW are really, really busy. And so time is money. I am trying to deliver a mortgage experience that says, I'm going to educate you on your DNA of your mortgage, but I want you to be able to watch it as many times as you want and on your own time because your time is different than my time and sometimes it's just the husband and not the husband and the wife. So what I started doing is I started moving my buyer consultation to a digital mortgage experience through screen, Screencast. So this is just a couple examples. Um, one of them is Mortgage Edge, Mortgage Coach. I, I do a total cost analysis on every single client. It is how my real estate agents sell me as the mortgage nerd is that I'm going to educate you on the numbers. And so you'll see that I'll record, I'll pull up screencast and I'll say, hey, Todd, I am so glad that you hired me as your mortgage banker. I'm so excited for you to move into 123 Main Street. What is so important to me is that I not only help you achieve the American dream of buying a home, but I want you to pay off that debt as soon as possible because the real American dream is to own a home free and clear. And so because that is so important to me, I use a software program called Mortgage Coach, and we're going to look at your equity position on each loan strategy to make sure that in the four to six years that you said that you're going to stay in this home, we increase your equity position so that when you're 65, we follow the game plan of you owning a home in America free and clear. So I unpack that with the client, and then, it's funny, I, I get obsessed with things, and I started doing it when appraisals came low. You know, real estate agents, for whatever reason, still think that appraisals will come in based off of price per square foot, and we all know that they don't. And so I was running into the situation where I would have to have the conversation with both agents and explain to them, well, let's look at comp one, and here's how far it away is, and all of this is over the phone. But now, appraisal reviews, I do screencast. I review the appraisal report. I send it to them in an email. I say, click here to review my custom appraisal analysis. I'll call you tomorrow at 10 a.m. after you've reviewed it. Instead of me spending 40 minutes on the phone with them, going back and forth, because the first 12 minutes is them emotionally getting over the fact that, you know, the price per square foot is such and such. Now I say, here, you deal with the emotional baggage. Here's the facts. I deal with facts, not emotions. And then let's talk tomorrow at 10, and I can have a really good conversation in 10 minutes that's fact-based and not emotional, and I just saved myself 35 Huge. minutes. Huge, yeah. Mm -hmm. So screencast is big. Huge. And you can use it anywhere at any time, and it's very powerful. Saves time. You do things on your time, mm -hmm. like in the appraisal situation. So right. that is a great idea. What's your third? My third is the Sly phone calls. If you don't have Sly dial, this is amazing. But <laughs> there's basically two types of Sly phone calls. You've got the one-on-one -on -one Sly phone call, which is the number. It's just one, two, six, seven, Sly dial. And so there's an app that you can download on your phone, or you can literally just pull up your phone right now and hit one, two, six, seven, Sly dial. And then you call the client or the agent or whoever you want to talk to you, and it immediately connects you to their voicemail. Because sometimes you need to call people, but you don't really want to talk to them, but you just want them to know that you called. And so I use it all the time. I use it with clients. Sometimes it's the happy birthday message. And the reality is, is people don't really want to be on the phone anymore. But sometimes in all the emails that we get, 
in our email, we'll, we'll send out disclosures and like people don't check their email for their disclosures. So I'll slide dial them and I'll say, hey, we just sent you a really important email, check your email. But I don't wanna to talk to the client, that could end up being a 15 minute conversation. So you've got the one-on-one -on -one calls and what's really neat is you can program these calls to either be one-on-one -on -one or the slide broadcast. You can program and you can record voicemails kind of like a library of voicemails, and then you can shoot it out to as many people as you want. So a couple of strategies are Veterans Day is coming up. Every single client that you closed a VA loan, you should go into your database, upload it to Slide Broadcast, and leave a really nice message like, hey, good morning, this is Denise Donahue, your mortgage banker. I know this day is really special to you. Thank you so much for serving our country. And you can send that out to all your VA clients, as long as you've categorized your VA clients, and hit every single one of those people, and they feel like you specifically called them to say thank you for serving our country. And you talk about building a client for life and being memorable and caring and being able to use technology and marry it with a sense of caring and not just roboticness. Um, you can do that with Slide Broadcast. And so I've even, I've even used Slide Broadcast now in my processing system. So when a client gets sent to processing and I hit in my, my whiteboard milestone sent to processing, I used to rely on the processors to get the file and then pick up the phone and call the client, which they hate picking up the phone. And so I said, okay, we're I'm going to make your life easier and we're going to automate this, but we're still going to keep the personal touch because that's really important to me. So I had every single one of my processors record a message just saying, hey, this is Matt Sanders, your loan processor. I'm going to be the one working on your file to, with the underwriter to make sure that we get you to the finish line. I have received your file today, but I've not reviewed it. I want you to know that within the next couple of days, I will review it. If I need something from you, I will email you. It's likely going to be an encrypted email. A little bit of a pain in the butt, but it's for your protection. And so just be on the lookout for my email correspondence. If I can be of any assistance to you, feel free to reach out to me at any time. Ironically, I couldn't get the processors to do that every time, and that's such an important piece to the process because that's the handoff. That means that the loan officer assistant is no longer chasing the documents coming in and the conditions, but now the processor has sent an email, which they'll typically will always do because email is easy. But then the client got that voicemail and they're like, okay, I know who this person is. They do work with Denise and her team. And this is how we're gonna communicate by email. It's gonna be encrypted, which is annoying, but it's our industry. And so I've also been able to use this to help my processors automate their process, which they love. So this is, this is obviously a huge, huge technology shift. And um, this is like micromanagement, but in the, in the kind of the space of personal productivity, you and I both know that every second counts, right? And if you were to add up the time, processors physically make phone calls to connect with clients and the interchange and the leave the message and the you're it and the return the phone call and this and that. And then you automate <clears throat> this and have these set up so you have very, you know, very tight, you do it one time, it's a 60 second message or less 
and you automate those things, and now all of a sudden you're driving more effectiveness with email. So email communication is the least effective communication that there is from an influence standpoint. So if you send something out via email and it's not getting open, that's not very helpful. So if you take your top 10 or 12 milestones, if you will, and add a slide broadcast, pre-recorded message, mm -hmm. that's unbelievable. They have a study out that the average minutes per day per salesperson in America using slide dial saved is 47. 47 minutes a day saving all that dis and misuse time to productive time. I mean, in the high trust world, that's another buyer consultation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so huge, yeah, huge, huge. And so I would just encourage you to think not just to automate your process, but how you can also help the people on your team automate their process. And I'll use this all throughout the, the transaction. You don't want to use it every time because if someone's getting a missed call from you and a voicemail every single time, that looks a little suspect. Um, so you can't, you can't use it all the time, but you can sprinkle it in. And even 30 days after closing, uh, I make a phone call to ask them how they've moved in. Six months after closing, when they have to file for their homestead in January, What's really neat is the slide broadcast. If, if you know, every Friday, and you, you can't do it, ev well, you can't use it every Friday, but you pick, you pick a Friday, whether you do it in the morning or the afternoon, and you record a voicemail, and you'll, you'll start it with either, hey, good morning, or you start it with, hey, good afternoon. And so you'll, you'll label it as my morning uh, message to my real estate agents. But I'll, I'll send it out to all my real estate agents and, and just say, hey, good morning, this is Denise Donahue, your favorite mortgage nerd. I just wanted to let you know I'm going to be available this weekend. You've got my cell phone number. If I can help in any way, prepare a total cost analysis for you, for your open house, just call or text me. I'm here for you. Otherwise, I hope the Aggies win this weekend. You know, you keep it fun. <laughs> and so um, be creative with it. Use it, not all the time, but when you are trying to be strategic and don't just limit it to just you. Think about it bigger than that. And you can even use, uh, uh, you know, Siri to set that up. You can actually tell Siri to open slide dial, find contact, connect. You can, you can do this on the fly. You can do it anywhere you want. It's, it's very, very effective. And uh, I love these three things. Yeah. Very simple. Yeah. My bonus is I know on Wednesday we talked a little bit about my YouTube channel and so one of my little secret nerdy gadgets that actually a coworker of mine, I have to give him credit, Tristan, he's like, people confuse geek and nerd. Geek is like techie, nerd is numbers. He's the geek. And so he showed me this and it's a little tripod, the legs bend so you can hook it to an oven if your agent is at the open house or you can stand it up right on your desk. And then that top piece there is a Bluetooth clicker. It's like $5. And so what it allows you to do is most of my videos I do with holding your phone this way. So that way the yeah. video doesn't get the you know, those black bars. And you just set it on your, on your computer desk and you hold the clicker in your hand so that you don't have to constantly do the selfie look or you don't have to find somebody in the office to record you. All you have to do is pay $5 for this little tripod. You pay another $4 for the handheld Bluetooth clicker. And then anywhere you are, you can shoot a video and it looks like somebody is shooting it for you. And so the library of my YouTube channel, which by the way, I bought a domain name called www.mortgagenerd.tv. That way it points directly to my YouTube channel. You don't have to try to memorize a long YouTube address. And so when I meet an agent or a client or I'm at a soccer game on Saturday, I can say, 
hey, that's a really good question. I can explain the escrow account to you in full detail. Here's a link to my channel that explains that. I'll give you a call first thing Monday morning. And you can shoot all your videos, maybe not as good as Rai Rai's. But, right, 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 the mortgage right. guy, uh-oh. <laughs> but you can do sticking. it with just these two things. So don't delay, don't wait for perfection. Spend $9 at Amazon, buy these two pieces, and start now. Wow. Good job, Denise. Let's give it up for Denise. Thank you. That was special.